0: If you're new here, I'm Helen, I'm a confidence and business mentor for women and my whole purpose is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body and spirit, and above all holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. And before we dive into our episode today, I have something so exciting to tell you about. So I took a poll recently and you guys said the biggest block that you had around your self-development journey was consistency with your practices and knowing what to do in the first place. So I created a course for you with a super unique format to help you stay consistent, keep you accountable, and give you all of the tools that have helped me to build my confidence over the last 10 years that I still use today. Radiate Confidence is a four-week email course with lessons delivered straight to your inbox every other day. And lessons range from inner child healing, to EFT sessions, to highest self-activations, to sacred rituals that were passed down from my diviner. And I even put in an amazing bonus module for you. When we have this level of consistency and focus in our lives and accountability, everything is possible so if this feels like a heaven's yes for you right now just click the link in the description below and start getting your lessons right away and side note the price goes up next week so this is the perfect time to invest in yourself at a truly amazing rate okay my darlings enjoy that and let's get into today's episode All right, we're going to have some fun today. Happy Self-Care Sunday if you're tuning in on this Sunday. We love to see it. We're going to talk about 10 things you can do to increase your well-being. Yes. Let's kick it off with prioritizing self-care and you time. I know this might be glaringly obvious, but I think in this day and age when we have so much going on... You know i think especially as women who have their own businesses or are just ambitious in general sometimes it can be difficult to turn it off and understand that resting time is just as important as productivity time and they can't really exist without the other so making sure that you're nourishing yourself from the inside out so that when you do show up for your work and your soul's purpose, that you are charged and ready and open and your channel is clear, you know? Um, And this really comes back to Like, why are we here? What is the point of life, right? How can we lean more into pleasure, especially as we're in Taurus season, which is ruled by Venus, which is all about earthly pleasures and leaning into that sensual expansion. And I say sensual when I refer to Venus, not in like a sexual way at all, but just like the pleasures of the body, the pleasures of the earth mindfulness of our environment and leaning into the joy of being alive so prioritizing you time so for me that looks like and i'm really working on getting better at this too it's like laptop gets shut down at a certain time i take my bath i you know make my dinner i have an evening walk i make sure that i'm you know connecting with my loved ones i'm reading you know and it takes intention it requires intention to get into that space so Whatever that's going to look like for you to create some kind of ritual or routine that actually has you actively going inward and prioritizing that you time is really important because we're not born to work and die. You know, (laughs) we're born to just, you know, seek pleasure. And I do know that for a lot of us, our work is our pleasure. Like for me, especially, I just get so excited to get creative and, you know, do these new launches and everything. But I really have to remind myself like to create a holistic pleasurable life, like all parts of life need to be included. It's not just about work. It's not just about, you know, one thing that we might be laser focused on. So yeah, explore, explore the practices that you would like to instill more of, of course, meditation, journaling, engaging in your hobbies, you know, asking yourself, do I have a hobby? What would be a fun hobby to pick up? And by hobby, you know, think about what skills that you'd like to build. Maybe that means you wanna learn how to cook more or bake, or maybe you wanna get better at watercolor. Maybe you wanna go to an art course or an art class. Maybe you wanna spend more time in nature and get to know the flora and the fauna and the birds and get to know the plants better. So this is important for building a holistic, happy life. You know, amazing. Okay, number two here. To increase our well-being, fostering expansive relationships. Fostering expansive relationships. So let's just we'll say it again. We are the sum total of the people that we spend the most time around and the most time consuming if we're surrounding ourselves with them on social media or podcast, et cetera. So let's just be really mindful of our environments. You know, this is kind of uh, in in line with feng shui, and the essence of feng shui is just making sure that energy in your space is physically, energetically, in the people that you're around, in the media that you're consuming, everything is expansive, and healing for you. So, a great time to take an audit, just check in with yourself, assess. You know, is everyone in my life facilitating my healing and my growth, or are there people around that might feel like energetic vampires, if you will. You know, and that's not to say we need to be so, you know, cold-hearted and cut people right off, but really do assess if if there's been this pull in your system that says, "I don't feel good when I'm around this person." It's okay to pull away and release. Give yourself permission to release. And I think a lot of this journey of healing is around realizing that it's not unkind to set boundaries. It's, it's not unkind, it's in service of you, but it's also in service of the other person even if it takes them a year to realize it because people need, we need these boundaries with each other to grow and evolve. And even if someone ends up being on the receiving end of of a compassionate boundary, there's a lesson, there's a karmic lesson in that for them too, that they're going to need to learn. And if it's not from you, it'll be from somebody else. So protect your space, protect your energy, foster expansive relationships. So the first part of that is releasing the people that are not in alignment. So we talked about, you know, friendships, relationships, et cetera, but let's also take an audit of the media that you're consuming. And this really became apparent, you know, I've been doing these guided hypnosis journeys for myself every night and, and Last night, it finally, well, it, I've known this, but it really clicked in that like language is so freaking powerful. They're spells. And I, as I was listening to this hypnosis journey, I was like, I mean, think about what we listen to on the radio or the podcast that we listen to or, you know, the TV that we watch. We've got to be so mindful of the language that we are hearing and that is coming into our system. So if we're watching like horror movies, for example, and death and dying and war that programs the subconscious, like those repetitive phrases of fear, like we got to be really mindful of that. So auditing that just like your relationships, okay, what could I weed out of my garden to allow more vitality to come in? So maybe that means watching more documentaries around spirituality and nature shows and, you know, content that makes you feel alive, expanded, educated, and Of course, there's space for all of this. You know, I think not to be so strict, but just to certainly be mindful. I mean, the Kardashians are coming out. And let me tell you, I will be watching. (laughs) But when I watch the Kardashians or something like that, I'm like, okay, um, what am I getting from this? And I really love that they prioritize family. Um, They don't really talk badly about one another, um, especially in the press or in public. So I won't go on a Kardashian tangent, and there's so much that I find um, difficult about them and, uh, potentially toxic, especially when it comes to our beauty standards, of course. But, um, I I guess all of that is to say like, okay, there's space to like, be gentle with yourself, allow yourself to experience pleasure with your media, whatever, and be entertained of course, but really do be mindful of like what language is coming through that screen. What are you really picking up on subconsciously? Um, especially as it pertains to words being spells in so many ways. So, that's a media segment. And then let's get into expanders. So we've talked about this before, but it just check in on your expanders. Like who is inspiring you right now? I have a whole folder on TikTok and on Instagram of expanders. So people that I feel lit up by, people that are showing me the path forward and what I would be capable of too. And, you know, especially as it pertains to making money, I'm breaking through a lot of my own glass ceilings around what I'm willing to receive energetically um, from, you know money and and feeling safer with money. So a lot of my expanders are women making big moves in the market and, and not being afraid of talking about money, making money and growing and being open and willing to receive. And the number one thing across all of these women is the subconscious healing aspect. So I've been doubling down on that a lot. So you know, checking in with your expanders, create folders, you know, create spaces where you're going to be at a touch point with all of these people who lift you up and inspire you. And the same thing, of of course, goes for in-person relationships. So are there friends that you would like to develop stronger bonds with that feel amazing to be around and, and just develop a deeper relationship with them? This is where mentorship really comes into play. I love having mentors because mentors keep us accountable and they show us what is possible and they get us out of the thinking like, oh, that's crazy. I could never do that into like it's just neutral and it's so practical and plausible when they put it in a certain frame and a certain light for you. And I think there's only so much that we can do alone and we do need community. We do need support to really accelerate. Like we want to accelerate. So mentors, courses, whatever's calling to you so that you're in an actual container for expansion. Um, And having, having buddies around like that. Yeah. Uh, This also goes with actually spending quality time with people. So away from, the social media consumption, everything like that, like who's in your life right now that you can spend more quality time with? Maybe that means calling your parents more often or visiting your parents more often. Maybe that means writing a letter to your grandparents if they're still here. Maybe that means, you know, going on a weekly walk with your sister or your brother that's around or something like that, you know, actually spending more quality time with the people that matter most to you. Yeah. Number 3, let's just double down on practicing gratitude. When we practice gratitude, we can't be in anxiety. It's it like they can't exist at the same time. When you're experiencing anxiety, for example, look at what happens and feel into what happens when you start to tap into gratitude for just the most simple things. It doesn't have to be big level, high level gratitude. Just wow, as I'm looking around, I'm so grateful that I have a podcast that I can connect with you on. I'm so grateful that I've got my decaf coffee here. I'm so grateful that my plants are healthy and happy. It's an absolutely gorgeous day. I can't wait to go run around and frolic outside. I'm so happy that there's a gym right down the street that I can go to and build my strength. I'm so grateful and thankful for all of my beautiful clients. I'm so grateful and thankful for this community. I'm so grateful and thankful for the peace that I'm experiencing today. You know what I mean? Like get on that rampage of gratitude. And something I love to do to get in the vortex is listen to Abraham Hicks videos on YouTube or podcasts where Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks is speaking. Um, She'll get you right in there. So (laughs) really bring that into your system, practicing gratitude. I think sometimes it's something that we overlook or Um, And it's important to get into the actual feeling, you know, to start to magnetize more abundance and well-being to actually feel into the gratitude because if we're just journaling in the morning or typing in our, you know, notes, I'm so grateful for da-da-da and it feels mundane and it feels dull like there's only so far that can go, like it's great, but like, can you actually tap into that authentic feeling and cultivate an emotion, bring up an emotion? What we really want to do is elicit an emotional frequency and an emotional state. So the closer that you can get to crying tears of happiness, yes. (laughs) I love that. Okay. Number four, when you're developing healthy habits, give it a hundred percent give it a hundred percent, give it a hundred percent. So for me, I've been going to the gym more to just build my strength and I want to be healthier. I want to be eating more vegetables. So I have a nutrition plan that I'm following and, um, you know, I'm going to the gym and I told myself, you know, there's only, I can only skip one day at a time. So that means I'm going at least, you know, three or four times a week. Um, but I noticed the other week I was like, I'm kind of being nonchalant about this. And I'm kind of like, just letting whatever happen without any kind of structure. And it was nothing. It just wasn't working. I wasn't seeing my results. I wasn't feeling more confident. I wasn't feeling healthier or happier. It was just like, I was actually kind of feeling like, well, this is, what am I doing? I'm only giving it 30%. It was actually making me feel a little bit worse about it. So if you're going to, you know, call something in, if you're going to make a change, give it a hundred percent. You know, tell yourself, get your mind right, get your mind focused and say, I'm all in. Because if you're not all in, why are you doing it? What's the point? Go all in. Go all in and set yourself up with structure that's going to help you. So for me with my meal plan right now, like I know that I love a particular kind of salad for the afternoon. I know that having a lot of protein around will help me stay full, like having hard boiled eggs around and, um, tofu and beans and rice and everything. So I plan out my meals for the day and I check in with my meal plan before I start the day. And I revisit it throughout the day so that I don't get off track or lost. And it's really just about those first two weeks are key. The first two weeks of building a new habit and a new routine are just so key. So um, My 100% right now is just following the meal plan that I know is going to bring me the most vitality. I want to be eating more fruits and vegetables. And this comes down to knowing your why, like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to instill this habit? For me, I want to have longevity. I want to have endurance. I want to have strength. I want to have major energy. Um, and I also, what really started to stick in with me recently was like, as I grow my business, I really understand, or I'm, Coming to understand the direct correlation between health and wealth. Everything is energy. The healthier we are, the wealthier we are, and that's that can be very literal. That can be very literal. Um, Bridget Ling, who was on the podcast recently, I love hearing her say she just went to this, um, you know, big seminar with all of these, you know, huge minds, millionaires, thought leaders, everything, all the all the powerful people in the industry, right? And she said, you know, I went to the gym the the next morning of the seminar. Everyone was in the gym at like 6am working out, getting their health right because of that direct correlation to health and wealth. We got to have high vitality and high energy to be able to go after our goals if you are at a really ambitious level. So that's been helping me to just remember like ambition requires a high level of energy and vitality and yeah, super helpful. Okay, and of course, that looks like getting, staying hydrated, getting enough sleep, stress, stress management, all the things. So I think we know it works. It's just about the willingness to go in 100%. All right, number five, practicing mindfulness before sleep. Mm-hmm. So I find that when we're, when we're going through life, at the end of the day, it can be really easy to just crash and we go right to sleep. With no cognizance of what happened during the day, nothing. So a practice that I really like to do is recount the day step by step. It's a great memory exercise and it's just so good for our brains, like on a biochemical level to practice this memory exercise. See how much you can remember from the day and it will blow your mind how much you would typically forget without doing this exercise. So practice that mindfulness, um, of, of how your day went and assess what brought you a lot of joy. What would you like to improve upon? What are you looking forward to? But try that memory exercise before you go to bed. It will also help you sleep a lot more if you have trouble falling asleep. Um, and then if you can sit in stillness for just five to 10 minutes, just sit there. And let whatever's going to come to the surface come to the surface and i love doing this right before bed because oftentimes you can enter the liminal brainwave state where you're right between waking and sleeping but a lot of really interesting trippy visuals come in for me in this brain state like kind of in the dream world where you're half in half out this is where we can start to tap into the astral realms and the dream realm and it's a beautiful practice so very simply just get into bed and and practice that memory exercise and that 5 to 10 minutes of stillness and i think you'll notice you can go a lot longer in these spaces you could go for like 30 minutes in this stillness so it's amazing number 6 set and pursue meaningful goals that require risk taking so part of building confidence and enhancing our well-being is showing ourselves what we are capable of So for example, the course that I just announced in the beginning of this episode, this course came to me only a week ago. Like I just had, i had created all the content, but it was, it was in a membership portal just for my mentorship clients. And I, you know, I just had this ping of like, almost like antsiness. I was kind of feeling like, all right, what's next? What's next? Um, what, what else can I offer this community that's more accessible, more affordable for people? And I really wanted a project, but Um, I was scared. I was like, I don't know many people doing email courses like this scares me. But I just, you know, remembered that growth requires calculated risk taking and getting out of our comfort zones. So I had so much fun creating this course, putting together all the creative parts and the copy and the content. It boosted my confidence also to see everything that's in my tool belt that I can bring to community. So I really invite you to take inventory of where you can take the next step and take a risk that, that you're going to show yourself what you're actually capable of and what you actually have to offer. And, you know, if you're not a business owner, of course, like so many, so many of you guys, um, what can you do maybe with your health or in your relationships or in your hobbies or in your creative endeavors to take it to the next level, to show yourself what you're really capable of or in work, Do you want to get a promotion? Like, do you want to step into more of a leadership role? Like, what would that look like to just go the extra mile? There is this quote that I keep thinking of. It's kind of corny, but it's so good. Go the extra mile because not a lot of people are there. Go the extra mile. Not a lot of people are there. Yeah, it's like it's rare that people go the extra mile. 99.9% of the population is comfortable. Sorry, sirens going by. God bless. Okay. So think about where you can take a risk this week and where you can push the envelope a little bit to get you to the next level. Yeah. Number seven, cultivate an optimistic mindset. Everything is working out, best case scenario. Everything is working out, best case scenario. I would say it 10 more times. That is my just favorite affirmation. Cultivate an optimistic mindset. Intentionally put on those rose-colored glasses see the world as if it's all working for you. You know, even the obstacles that come in are designed. They are lessons to help you grow and evolve. You know, I don't believe that lessons arrive in our field unless we are truly meant to learn something in particular. And optimism really comes back to gratitude and really sinking into gratitude on a daily basis. But Optimism also means auditing our thought process. So when you're looking in the mirror, when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, are you speaking kindly to yourself? Could you bring conscious awareness to your thought process and start to think more kindly and speak love, pour love into yourself, you know? So an optimistic mindset has so much to do with positive self-talk. Really, really being mindful of how you're speaking to yourself, catching yourself if you're judging other people, noticing how that might be a projection of where you're at. And we're all human, we're all judging each other all the time in little ways. It's so natural, but the the expansion and the, I guess, enlightenment, as we could say, is when we pull, pull back and we watch that from an objective perspective at a soul level, at a higher self perspective so that we can start to instill change and move in the flow of love more actively. Because love is creative. Love is life bearing. Love is, is manifestation. If we're talking about manifestation, it's all from the place of love. It's from love. So how can we get more in love with life and with ourselves? Yeah. Okay. Number eight, do a daily phone detox for an hour to cultivate more presence and more mindfulness. So what I do is I just put my phone in a drawer and I set the timer on my oven for an hour. And I'm just like, you can do anything else for an hour except look at your phone. So, and I think you'll notice, okay, this is when you do your, you pick up on your hobbies. So that's when I like might pick up the guitar or I might learn a cover song or I might, you know, write a little bit or meditate or something or go for a walk without my phone. So I think a phone detox is just wonderful and essential. It's really important to take breaks from technology and allow ourselves to disconnect from that hyper stimulation and that hyper entertainment, that hyper input, like, and to just be okay with the stillness, be okay with the stillness. And then finally, let's see, we're on number nine, seek support, number nine, seek support to help you stay accountable. So... What's going to help you stay accountable as you move toward your well-being on a daily basis? Maybe you, you know, touch base with a friend and say, you know, for the next week, I really want to try this challenge where, you know, we practice gratitude every day and let's text each other in the morning and tell, let's tell each other what we're grateful for so that we can keep this going and keep this on a roll. Um, you know, I also would say, put, put your self-care in your calendar so that you see this show up more regularly, but get support to help you stay accountable. Get involved in community, you know, get involved in a membership or a group or something where you're like, able to show up to yourself for yourself, even when you don't really feel like it, but you've got somebody to hold your hand and pull you through. Yeah. And then finally is engaging in acts of kindness. When we give, when we pour love into another person, we receive that love right back. It reminds me of one of the the most important pillars of Reiki is when we give a session in Reiki, we receive that back because we're allowing love and that Reiki energy to flow through us like like energy. It's just beautiful energy, this reciprocal energy. And it really comes back to the understanding and the remembrance that we are all connected. This is tapping into unity consciousness. This is the remembrance that we are all one as humanity. We really are. We're a species. We're an organism that's moving and evolving. We're all drops of water in the ocean that is oneness, that is source experiencing itself through us as individuals. So when we are kind to another person, when we practiced loving awareness and kindness we're giving to that person as an individual but we're also giving to humanity as oneness and as such ourselves that's why it feels so good that's why it feels so good this can be small. This can be smiling at somebody intentionally, making eye contact, waving at somebody, asking someone at the supermarket who's checking you out, how's your day going? How are you feeling today? Or giving them a compliment. It could be just a little compliment. Compliments are really easy, right? It doesn't have to be something so big. It could mean leaving a friendly comment on Instagram or telling someone who's really helped you like, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your guidance and support, something like that. So acts of kindness are, are really beautiful they're gonna they're gonna make you feel better 100% okay my darlings those are my uh, 10 tips for you on this gorgeous Sunday have a beautiful week ahead we've got just awesome energy if you haven't watched my Instagram live on uh, the new moon it's I would really suggest tapping into that because it's the energy that we're going to be in for the next week or two in this beautiful Taurus energy we've got Jupiter in the mix which is like the fairy godmother of the cosmos great luck Um, it's just feeling abundant and prosperous and happy right now. So I'm just sending you so much love. Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what your biggest takeaways from this episode were and share it with a buddy if you feel like they would benefit from this, from this information and from these practices. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye for now before you go, I want to let you know that there is a free book linked for you in the description below. It's how to embody the most confident version of yourself without bypassing your healing journey. So enjoy that one. And of course, if you've been wanting to work with me one-on-one or looking for courses, just head over to HelenDenham.com. You can learn all about what it's like to work with me and you can even book a free clarity call if you're ready to move forward. Okay, my darlings, enjoy the rest of your day or your evening and I'll talk to you soon.